0: While we'll be consuming alcohol throughout the show, should you choose to join in, we ask that you only do so where it's legal, safe, and in moderation.
1: We also welcome your feedback and suggestions on our Instagram, at Movies Rock Podcast.
2: And should we say anything rude, non-inclusive, or otherwise wrong, we apologize in advance. We are affirming of all, so with that being said, offense or ill will is never our intent.
1: Now let's get
0: back to the show.
1: Guys, what is the best way to cook toilet paper?
2: What's the best
1: way, Tomas? You brown it on one side. Oh, (laughs) come on. What do you call... Here's one more, here's one more, here's one more. I love this one. This one's good. This one's really good. What do you call a masturbating cow? Oh my God, what? Beef stroganoff. Hello, everybody. (laughs) Welcome to Movies on the Rocks. It is us, the motor boys, motor, 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 motor boys, boys. <laughs> my gosh, Thomas, Jesus, <laughs> beef stroganoff. <it> <laughs> Anyways, as always, as motor boys, we are the, um, I guess you could call us the triumphant triumvirate.
0: Uh, I suppose you Tri- could. <laughs> yes, yes, you can.
1: We have triumphed on the internet. The interwebs, as they call it. Oh, them. we won! We won the internet, the whole we thing. We won. We yes, always, always, especially with that joke, especially with that one. I'm pre- that joke okay. specifically. Okay, yeah.
0: Let's I mean, just let's
1: just believe that. We we'll live in our bro, own reality. I mean, I live in it all day, every day. <laughs> I mean, this is what we do. I, I have the what, keys
0: I, to the door. I mean, <laughs> I'm stuck here. That's I, mean, I live. shit. <laughs> Let me tell you
1: something. Once, when, when, since I'm on the internet, I win all the time.
2: Okay. Oh man, let's celebrate! I for everybody. I must be
0: reading like a Charlie Sheen
1: and winning. Tiger's (laughs) blood, Tiger's blood for everyone,
2: dude. What year was that? That That was was like like, epic. That was like climax of time.
1: That's like 2011, no, 2012, maybe 2011, 2012, something like that. Like hashtag winning. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there you go. <laughs> it's oh, like, he, man. They're, they're gonna, anyways, as always, we, like I said, we are the Motor Boys. This is Movie on the Rocks. We're here to talk about movies, enjoy our time together, really just, you know, partake in friendship as it's meant to be done.
0: Shut the fuck up, otherwise. <laughs> okay. Anyways, <laughs> so,
1: but. We're here, like as always, we're here to talk about the movie, Um, and the movie that we're talking about today is a motion picture called "Heart Heartbeat Loud, chosen by our good, dear friend Derek Badaw. Hello, folks. And always, we have um, Elias with us today as well, as always.
2: I love the movie. I loved uh, it.
1: it. It was great. It was... We'll talk. We will talk. It's like a... Sorry. We'll uh, talk. We'll talk. Sorry. We'll talk. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk. And, and, uh, and Zaya Tomas... Um, and but before we get to the uh, noticias as they say in Spanglish, uh, we will go to the drinks. What are we drinking tonight, boys? We are imbibing. What does the imbibement call for today?
0: I got an easy one, so I'll make it quick. I just grabbed a fresh Lucky Buddha. I'm still enjoying that Lucky pack that Buddha. I got. It's wonderful. So nothing fancy.
1: What what type of Lucky Buddha? Just regular lager?
0: Uh, I think
1: it's just that it's—they call it
0: their enlightened beer—but I'm pretty sure that this is just the regular Lucky beer Yeah,
1: it's a it's a green bottle beer, folks. So it's kind of yeah. like probably like a Bex Heineken kind of style.
0: Somewhere in there, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's good. That's that's it's, or as they say for as they say in uh, in Miami, layawi. Uh,
2: La the key, the key, because sure
1: of Bex, because of Bex has the key on it, so they call it like layawi.
2: The, the three horses.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> fuck were those one?
2: called? It? Which is that one? Dude, you never seen that one? It's like a beer with three yeah. horses on it. I forgot. I think it's Rolling Rock. And oh, yes. That's what horses. it is. That's
1: what it is. The three ho- oh, my God. Or that's wow.
2: Los Tres Caballos what they used to call it. <laughs> but, uh,
1: Anyways, and, well, Elias, what are you drinking tonight, dude?
2: Dude, so I, I found this video online and I love old fashions and I'm kind of getting lazy them. to make them all the time. So there's a, a trick <laughs> to make them. You empty out like 10 ounces and then you put like simple syrup and a bunch of other stuff and put it in your freezer and you're good to go.
1: Oh, that sounds exciting, dude!
2: Yeah, so keep. You have it to
1: simple. shake it? Is it. shake it.
2: Yeah, you mix it and then you put it in your in your freezer and you're good to go, man. So shake, again, shake, and shake, easy. shake,
1: shake it, shake. Uh, sorry, oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm excited today because that uh, it's almost time for the Christmas holidays, fucker. It's always good. It's always good.
0: Is that where today? all the all the the, the fancy? Um, the, the, what is it? The, the what was it? A Cuban drink that you made that was like a holiday beverage. A oh, that's coquito. Made. Not it's yeah. not
1: time for coquito yet. Not, not, yet? yet. Okay. not yet. Okay. Not yet. I'll probably make that when I go down to Miami for the holidays. So, Elias, we're you're if, gonna hook up. We're gonna hook if up if you can find down. the
2: coconut cream.
1: Oh no, I'll bring. I have okay, plenty yeah. here. I have, like, I have, like, leftovers from last year, so I'll bring it. Good, good
2: luck. That shit clears out in the shelves. There's I none know. of that stuff available. I
1: know. Here, it's all over here because there's not enough Hispanics in my town. So, yeah. you know, it's all good. We're good. We're good. All right. So, what I am drinking tonight, I'm having, because I was listening to our Back to the Future episode, which is out now, ladies and gentlemen, our Back to the Future episode. And and uh, thanks to thanks to Derek for teaching me how to use fucking Audacity. I'll tell you that right now. Mm. Thank you, Derek.
0: Oh, sounds good, right?
1: It sounded good. It sounded good. I need to be I hate to be smart enough to not talk when I'm too far away because at the end of the thing, I was like this far away, you can hardly hear me and shit. So, as he it does is, it once more on I this did, well, recording I, for everyone as, to hear
0: one last time.
1: As they say in France, it's for an example.
0: Oh yeah, sure. I'm sure that they, 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 they absolutely <laughs> say Ejemple. that
1: about. Ejemplo. Okay. Anyways, okay. But uh, on on the the podcast, we spoke about uh, Arnold Palmer's and Mm -hmm. John Daly's. So I'm having a John Daly.
2: Good for you. I could see the mullet growing in. It's beautiful. You're so happy. I can see the joy coming from that beverage. It's
1: strong. And I used the the Arnold Palmer Arizona mix, the powder, Mm -hmm. with some water, of course, because and yep. uh, some uh, some Basil Hayden bourbon. It is strong.
0: You know Fuck me. That's and pretty I, brave, I,
1: man. It's pretty brave. It's pretty strong. I ain't gonna lie. And I put a lot more water than I put the bourbon. And I can taste the fucking bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Oh, another thing, Derek. Mm-hmm. I know you don't drink a lot, yep. but I I am gonna show you something at the uh, uh, in, after the refill portion that you're gonna be like. I To go out and get it. And you're gonna you're gonna want to we're gonna
0: tell everyone who's listening right now what it is. No
1: no 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 (laughs) no they don't get to know.
0: We're just gonna tell you that we're having a now
1: (laughs) refill a portion of the episode. I'm gonna probably not refill this, but I'll go and grab a can of screwball.
0: Oh, they seriously make that, yes. Dude, they're like they're
1: like little six-ounce cans.
0: Screwball, what is that?
1: It's peanut butter whiskey.
0: It's incredible. so good. It's incredible. Dude,
1: you need to get it. Elias, you need to buy it because do you like He's like, like leaving right
2: now. He's going to go yeah, buy like- yes. As <laughs> I've tried that. I've tried it at Joel's house.
1: Yes, yes, because Goody tried it at Joel's house too. But it's – my God, dude. It's so good. The can is so good. You keep it in the fridge. nice, nice and cold. Oh, It's like a cold Reese's peanut butter cup. It's amazing.
2: Dude, I the love – The maple syrup I- stuff is good too. Oh, yeah.
0: it, it's been a while since I had some screwball, but – my favorite was whenever I'd leave it in the freezer and it was basically a syrup that you oh. were drinking out of a shot glass. was <laughs> <It is> so <laughs> good. Uh, it's so now, good. Now
1: you're going to have to buy it.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm probably going to need for you're some for the to, holiday. You're going
1: to have to, you're have to get, with, uh, get with Eric and have some time and, you know
0: that's it. That's it. And we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna house hop from each Christmas to the next Christmas for each family member gathering and just bring yeah. the, bring the bottle with you. Screwball, bring the bottle all of screwball.
1: And I got uh bro, and um I had some friends over for Thanksgiving and one of the guys in the uh, here in, in where I'm living his uh, his family his daughter and his his wife were in Puerto Rico he couldn't go because he had to stay to work yeah. but so he um and the girl's a, a friend of my uh, my youngest in her class. So I told him, look, you're, I'm not going to have you home by yourself on Thanksgiving, but just come on over Thanksgiving.
3: So yeah. he came
1: over Thanksgiving, he brought a bottle of Don Culemon, which is fine, okay. Mix it with okay. something good. Yep. And he, bought a, he brought a bottle of Pitorro.
2: I don't know that one. Pitorro, what's he, that one?
1: So Pitorro is, okay, so there's legal versions of it, which is, was, it was a legal bottle, which is fine. But Pitorro is actually, it's hooch. It's, it's, uh, it's homemade rum. That they make in Puerto Rico. Like it's fucking bathtub gin kind of shit. Like Like somebody smuggled it out? No, no, no. It's a legal bottle. You can buy it. You can also buy pitorro like at the liquor stores in Puerto Mm -hmm. Rico. But a lot of people make it at home and they make it, you know, they make it themselves. And I haven't had this one. So I'm going to see how it goes. I'll bring it down to Miami and I'll probably, I will try it with my brother. But like... I've had some on Christmas because they usually take it out for Christmas and stuff too. I've had some in Christmas and the one I had which was a homemade one was amazing. I must have had like with me, between me and like three other dudes, we must have had like three bottles. I mean, we, Holy were, shit. we were we were, it was going down smooth as hell. I was like, <laughs> I told gotta, Michelle <laughs> when we left the party, I told Michelle like, you're driving because I don't trust myself right now.
2: you got to correct <laughs> the pronunciation though, man. You're saying it totally it's, wrong.
1: Sorry, it's Pitorro.
2: Pitorro. Right? Because oh, they, oh roll- oh, okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> oh, they don't the really yeah. R's
2: in PR, bro. Come on.
1: Very true. That is. <laughs> okay. very- Have you heard Bad Bunny? Very yeah. true. Yeah. Very true. Anyways, all right, yeah. But all right, so that's the that is the refill portion of the episode. Wait, wait, wait. not refilling? No, that's, that's the, and what that is the, is one the drinking? Drinks. Oh, yeah. he No, he's drinking an old fashioned. Remember he said an old fashioned oh, mix. Yeah, the,
2: the TikTok or Instagram reel or whatever the hell I found.
1: I mean, seriously, dude. What
2: the hell of a hack. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Come on, Derek! Come on! All, All right, right.
0: Anyways. is it time for news? Then can you
1: get on those Mike's Hard Lemonades? Yes, baby! It's time to take us to the news desk. <laughs> <laughs> news of the day, day, day. News of the day, day, day. News of the day, day, day. News of the day. Today, the Lord, 2023. Anodemony. All right, so there's not much that we can talk about. I mean, is all. I mean, everything's pretty good. I think. Uh, I think we spoke about it, uh, a few things, but one of the things we didn't talk about last time was um, that they're re-releasing. Um, you know, we, I think we spoke about it internally, privately, Derek, <laughs> but uh, I don't know if we talked about it with Elias, but. Um, is they're remastering Last of Us Part 2 yes. for the PS5. Now, we all have an idea of why they're doing it, and they're adding more they that in what they call the lost levels, but they're remastering Last of Us Part 2, which was a fantastic game. Derek has not played it. He did watch oh. the show. Did you watch yeah. the whole show, or you just watched a couple episodes? I
0: only watched a few episodes. I think I made it into like the first... 4 5 something like that. Oh
1: okay. Okay. Like well, are you going to
0: finish sense. it or probably not.
1: He's not, okay. he's not a big fan, but at least he went that far and I'm proud of him for doing that. I am proud I, of I him. I did there.
0: I can I can clearly see the appeal in the show. I definitely thought it was well written, well lots of great acting, lots of really good cinematography. It just wasn't a genre for me. I don't yeah, I don't
2: really go for zombie the movies zombie thing, yeah. It's did it's you, not for everybody, man. It's just like The Walking Dead. Did,
1: Same you, go, thing, did, it's not did for you everybody. Did you go through the episode with the town? That was like everybody was like they, they had overrun the town like the regular people and it was fucking like nuts.
0: Uh No, I do remember. Uh, I think the last episode I saw was the one where the guy like creates his own fortress. Oh, his house. you saw
1: the one with the the, the, the two dudes with Nick?
0: Yeah, and he meets he meets Offerman. the guy yeah, and they yeah, fall in yeah. love and
1: amazing episode. I thought uh, that's part of the. I don't. I, mean, I, and I
0: don't even know if I necessarily saw all the episodes around that one. I remember Eric mentioned that I needed to see this specific episode. Yeah, and, that one and- is. Unbelievable. The, the writing in that show is really great. The dialogue between all the characters and how they how they mm-hmm. tell their stories is incredibly well done. So I, I have a lot of respect for the show. It's just not my genre.
1: Yeah, it's not a thing. But so, so they, 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 they really, they're going to be, they're be they're remastering Last of Us Part 2. They're adding a whole mess of levels to it. They're calling it Last of Us Part 2 Lost Levels. It's like another part of the game you can play. Um, and they're, you know, it's supposed to be run better, of course, because it's PS5, it's going to be probably better graphics, all that kind of shit just because the processor is so much stronger well recently, this was about about a week or so ago uh, the creator of Last of Us uh, Neil Druckmann, he accidentally confirmed that they're working on Last of Us Part 3 the game so he's already, we already know that they're going to be doing the season two and season two is going to be a jump because it's going to take over. And I, I, I don't know if season two, because Last of Us part two was such a big game. I have a feeling that Last of Us season two is going to be like maybe half of that game because we've talked about it on the podcast. There's over 10 hours of cutscenes in the game, which is a lot. For a video game that's a lot that's like three movies in one, and the, the it feels like it's three movies because there's so much happening, and there's so much information but yeah, so they 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 he they, he basically announced that he said it, they were working on a new game right he didn't specify it was that, but it was something that they've been working on, and it's based on something they've had in the past
0: the, which... I don't know man if you haven't noticed. This happened a while back around uh, consumer electronics. We started seeing, you know, phones that were quote unquote leaked too soon. And it was just a marketing ploy. It was just yeah. publicity. They, they accidentally for real meant to leak, leak, you know, different documents about different devices and yada, yada, yada. And I, I feel like this is becoming more and more common in entertainment. We see it now mm-hmm. with video games. Mm-hmm. We see it with TV shows, we see, it, of course, with movies and, vi- and everything else in between and, I, I, I don't know that i buy it, that it was a, a, a secret, you know, that it was not, not intended for yet, you know?
1: Well, here, here's, here's what happened. So the composer of the music of the franchise is a guy by the name of Gustavo la mm-hmm. laya San, mm-hmm. Santaolayala. I don't know how to say it. I apologize if I'm butchering your name, Gustavo. But he's the one who's done all the music for the franchise. Well, he was being honored by the Latin Grammys for a Lifetime Achievement Award. And then Druckmann tweeted, Congrats, Maestro. What an incredible body of work. But keep in mind, we have a lot more collaboration ahead of us. Now, he's only done the music for Last of Us. Only done the music for Last of Us. As far as with Druckman, He didn't do fucking uh, the, other, the, other, the, other, the guy with, um, what's it called? The, 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 the Treasure Hunter, which is also Neil Druckmann. It's also Naughty Dog. Um,
0: oh, you're talking about uh, shit. What is the movie? Is it the one that Tom Holland did? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's one that Tom Holland did. Um, Defender,
3: Defender,
1: no, now. Jesus Christ, we're so uncharted. Is, is that uncharted. the uncharted? Yes, yes. So he. <laughs> so that's also that's also just so you know realize that's also the same people who did Last of Us. It's him, Neil Jordan, him He's yeah. He also did the Uncharted games. You know that's the thing with Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog doesn't make a lot of games. They take their time, and all the games are good. They're all good. None of the games are bad. I have all the Uncharted games on my PS5. I have a PS4 version of the first three, first three games, and then I have a PS5 version of the last game. And there's another game that they made also. But they're all the storylines are so amazing. They're so great, and it says they take their time. They take, every game was like three or four years between, and it, it happened. It was just, it was just awesome. But with Last of Us, they, I mean, it, they're fucking classics. Both games are fantastic. Least of Last of Us Part 2 is absolutely heart-wrenching. It's soul-crushing of a game. I've never been so emotionally invested, and I told Eric. Eric played the game. It took him like three days to play the game, and he was like, I've never experienced a game this way before because it, it killed him emotionally. Yeah, that's what, it's that's what he looks for, though. He looks to have his emotions yeah, but, demolished. But it's, it's worth the game. The game is worth it because it's just like we've said it before. The game, the monsters in the game are just background. The real monsters in Last of Us Part Two are the humans because we're so much more savage to each other than we are to the monsters. The monsters are just they're a nuisance. They're just there. They're there just in the way, but the real, real monsters in the game are the humans.
2: Just like the Walking Dead.
1: Just like the Walking Dead, <laughs> you know. It's just like the Walking Dead in that sense, you know. And so, bro, have you have I mean, you seen the show it's... too? Have you seen the show too, Elias? Or no?
2: Yeah, oh. I, I, I'm all caught up with it. it oh. Very well done. Very, very emotional. Well. Amazing um, show. Amazing cinematography show. was beautiful.
1: Great, yeah. But yeah, so that's so that that that's that's they announced it, he announced that, but I mean. I mean, I'm I'm sure they're gonna come out with something soon on that. So, I know we have um, they have the uh, the what's it called the um, PlayStation showcases happening sometime soon in the next six months, I think. Right, I believe.
0: Mm, I don't know. Is it time already?
1: It should be time, I believe. But yeah, that's gonna be coming out soon. There's a whole mess of like studios that PlayStation has, like Sucker Punch and all that shit that have done a lot of stuff. Like Sucker Punch did uh, The Ghost of Tsushima, which is. Fantastic fucking game and part two is supposed to be coming out soon. They're supposed to be coming out soon for part two.
0: So showcase happened in May. So we're probably a couple months out. But as the time this comes by the time this episode comes out, it's week. It's like week
1: Yeah. Yeah. Asshole. (laughs)
0: Hey, we're that far back. We got that many in the canon. Well, we only (laughs) have
1: we only have like one two episodes. We got like we got like a couple. A couple. I already have one. I have, that. I have one. So I only have one that I haven't done anything with.
0: Yeah, but that means there's just like three that are ready to be Shut released. Shut
1: <laughs> up. No. Folks only one's home, ready. Only one's ready. We like,
0: we like to play it safe, folks. We do.
1: But I mean, I mean, are you guys bored? Because I can stop the show. You know what? I'm going to stop the show. We're done. We're done with the show. The show's over. Time to over. Go home, everyone. It's time to go home. Fucking Internet. We're, done. We're done. We're done. We won. I'm no, tired. Sorry. I've
0: worked hard today.
1: No, I've worked <laughs> hard. I've worked super hard. I deserve this. Super Hard, super hard. Yes, so I anyways, deserve
0: this extra
1: beer. I, Yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> anyways, all right. So yeah. So that's 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 one part. And, and let me see. I have something else. I know I have a couple other things. So I have, I have one. You have one. Okay. Talk. Go for it.
0: So, are you guys familiar at all with um, the anime from '92, Yu Yu Hakusho? Nope. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> It I was, mean, was, I'm,
1: I'm familiar with it. I've never watched it, but I am familiar with it.
0: I think it was a fairly prominent anime in that era. It was. It was. It was. Um, you
1: were three, so you wouldn't know, but yes, it was. It well,
0: was. it didn't make it to America until many years later. So yes. around the time I would have been old enough to watch anime, <laughs> um, and it's not
1: really that bad. Like it's not like as if it's like a super violent show or anything like that. But. No,
0: but it it had some really uh, like like a lot of anime. They had like these overarching. Uh, very very mature uh, concepts mm-hmm. that we saw in like Inuyasha and some of the old Sailor Moon stuff. If anyone's got any of those things, that's
1: the guy with the with the mark on his face, like the star mark, star scar, or was that no, Inuyasha?
0: you're thinking of a Fist of the North Star. That's what you're no,
1: thinking. No, no,
0: <laughs> no.
1: Anyways, I'll figure it out. But anyway, go for so, it. So
0: so they announced a few years ago, maybe a year or so ago, I guess, uh, that they were making a live action remake um and i think we know how many times uh live action anime makes have ever gone well most of them have failed and done pretty terribly um and they released the trailer for and it's it's uh being distributed by netflix so netflix will kind of own this content um and they released the trailer and it's pretty impressive it it's It is the weirdest marriage of like real-life environments and physics sparked from an anime and yet Mm -hmm. still kind of holds cohesive. Yeah. Um, I don't know. If you guys haven't seen the trailer, you ought to go check it out.
2: Have you guys watched that One Piece live? (laughs) I have not. I haven't watched it. My
1: daughter, my youngest, watched it. She loved it.
2: Yeah. My son's watched like the whole series, all like one thousand episodes or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. But I don't but think he's watched uh, the the movie or the series she, on Netflix. She's yet.
1: never seen the show. She's never seen the show. She knows it's a lot to go over. So she's she doesn't have the mindset for that. But she did watch the Netflix show and she thoroughly enjoyed it. Like she binged it like in like a day. Like I was with her because Michelle was out of town for something for work mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and my oldest was like sleeping over at a friend's house. And she was sat next to me. We were, I was watching TV, she's watching that on her iPad, and she watched it all day. And she was like, at the end of the show, she was like, Oh my god! Like it really did the trick for her. And they've already announced um that well, they announced that they've they've greenlit another season. Right. And then the um the they interviewed. Uh, the creator which is who's also the showrunner for the live action like he's in charge of the of the live action as well
2: right oh, sweet
1: so at least there's there's what's it called fluidity coizum.
2: or cohesion yeah okay
1: yeah you know based on the story of course they have to update it a little bit and change it up a little bit because it's live action yeah
0: there's there's been um it it was kind of a mixed perception because yeah. the, a lot of the things that are depicted in that anime are again very physics bending like they don't, yeah. they don't work in reality um, including the primary protagonists abilities are in every episode, very, uh, like not, not things that you can easily depict in reality.
1: No, no, but um, it, it, but it's it works keep, when you have a lot of
0: money. The feedback. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure they, they've got the right people, the right kind of animations and animation style mm-hmm. to make it all work. Yeah. I mean, it, it he definitely looked, has I a can... lot of promise.
1: He looks like him. He's very, I mean, I have to say the guy who, play, yeah. who plays the main, what's the Luffy. Luffy,
3: Luffy,
0: Luffy, Luffy. Yeah.
1: I mean, I would have to say they, they got pretty spot on with him. He looks kind of, I can see, I can see something there. You know what I mean?
0: If you, if you want to, uh, to, to surprise your son, Elias, just to go to him and tell him the one piece is real. <laughs> just say that piece to is what? real. You say that to him. Real. You say the one piece is real.
1: Yes, I'm talking about One Piece. We're talking about it. <laughs> The My kids are fucking. My doctor just walked because she's over here playing Fortnite. Fortnite. Old school.
2: Old school. Me too.
1: <laughs> All right. Close the door.
0: <laughs> anyway, Anyways.
1: But yes. I have one, so, other, yeah.
0: one other piece of news. Oh, no. But before, before you go to that, before you go to yeah, that, what yeah, I was yeah, saying yeah.
1: was that they talked about how on, um, one, on the One Piece live action that they basically can... Condense the show enough, which they can do a lot for these older animes, where mm-hmm. they can basically complete the story within. They said they can have it done within, if they allow them to, within five to six seasons.
2: Oh man, but there's a they're losing a lot.
1: I know, I know. So there's but like the nine hundred
2: episodes, right? I mean, I think there's a over a thousand now. Over yeah, a thousand. there's
1: a lot, there's a lot. But I mean, he, this was the guy. He said that they could do something within six episodes, six seasons. I don't know how. I mean, Boy. maybe if
0: they stick to just the key I think so against arcs, but I mean you're gonna lose so much content. Why would I they mean, especially if it's going well? Why the original would they Dragon
1: rush Ball Z it? The Dragon Ball Z was over three hundred episodes and Dragon Ball Z Kai is like hundred and fifteen? <laughs>
0: well, and that was very well deserved, and even yes. some aspects of Kai were a little bit lengthy, honestly.
1: <clears throat>
3: yeah.
0: Power of three, three weeks were the power.
1: Let's let's go ahead and have six episodes of fucking Goku just doing gravity exercises. I mean, yep. let's just do yep. that. Yep. That, <laughs> that, was that I remember when that I was watching Dragon Ball Kai, and they had that whole sequence, and he was from Earth. He was already in in what's it called Uh that the green guys. Um. Oh, what's his name? Are you
0: thinking about the hyperbolic time chamber? Yeah.
1: Yeah. He, and he was. Yeah. There I'm a nerd. He was in one episode, and it was like. Like And the original one was like 15 episodes long of him working out in the hyperbolic time chamber.
2: But yeah. it was like
1: one episode and he was there. <laughs> it was just great. I was like, this is amazing. I love Dragon Ball Z Kai.
0: I'm a nerd. <laughs> <laughs>
1: nerd, nerd. Anyways, hold on. Let me give you one more. Let me give you one piece of yeah. news. As well. okay. okay. So uh, as well, so there was also, I'm going to go back to video games. They also, I was also reading an article saying that they, um, from a a magazine, online magazine called SVG. Uh, They were talking about predicting 2024's biggest video game flops. Uh, The list is... Now, they were just saying these could possibly be flops. Chances are one or two of them won't be. It's just because of the delay and how much time it's spent in production, this is just a possibility. So The first one is one for you and me, Elias. EA Sports College Football. Now, (laughs) the reason why they're saying it's probably going to be a flop is that because the games have changed quite a bit, the football games. Like, Madden has changed quite a bit from the
2: time they come out. It's not not fluid, man. So many clicks to get to the main part to start playing. It's 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 such
1: a pain in the ass. I hope they don't do that. But basically... They're hoping that they don't do, like, microtransactions and all that bullshit that you had to deal with with Madden and all this kind of jazz. And they just hope that you could just play the game like you're supposed to play, like no. the way you were supposed to play
2: like before. Like fucking Tecmo Bowl, dude. Just start, select Bro. a team... And run into the fucking just season. Run, That's just it.
1: run into it, dude. Just do it. Do the recruiting shit. I don't need to do all of the shit. I need to be hiring coaches and all that bullshit and fucking Well, scouts. now the
2: transfer portal and all that bullshit too and real ball. I, I, I you can't know, when, I, when, I, when, I, when I was
1: playing the remember. game, I just let the fucking computer do all that shit. I was like, yeah. I'm not done. I'm done. I'm not going to waste my time on that. Uh, the next game they have is Suicide Squad. And you can you
0: tell I've never played one of these football games? <laughs> I know, I know, I know.
1: Unfortunately for you, so Suicide Squad killed the Justice League, which was supposed to come out this year, and it got pushed back a year. And it's supposed to be like as if like the Justice League becomes like taken over by Brainiac, that timeline, and so they have to kill like Superman and Batman and the Flash and all that shit. The Justice the Suicide Squad. So we'll see how that one goes. Some game called Life by You. Never heard of it. It's some stupid Sims game. I've never heard those of those games. It's, it's it's a, a Sims
2: guy. derivative or an actual Sims
1: product? No, it's like a Sims derivative type of game. It's like it's probably shit. No. Probably shit. Another <laughs> game called G.I. Joe Wrath of Cobra. It's uh the anime the, the the style of the game is um 80s, 90s, and it's supposed to be like like uh like like it's supposed to be like in the vein of the cartoon. The video oh game. My
3: god.
2: Oh, so oh my god.
1: I, I might go for this.
2: Dude, I will jump all over that shit. I, I love this. G.I. Joe.
1: I might go for this. But yes, it's supposed to be like animated in the style of the actual like uh TV show. So we'll see how it goes. Then they also have uh gonna be coming out is uh which I don't know, man, like killer clowns from outer space the game. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Jesus>.
1: <laughs> i don't know just what we needed it's a multiplayer horror experience let's see what it is i don't know dude because and another game called vampire the masquerade bloodlines 2 which i was never into the first game oh my god then- did,
2: did did you see screenshots of the gi joe game it's like it looks like the fucking ninja turtles game yeah arcade yeah game.
1: yeah oh like the side scrolling like the, the side, side scrolling. scrolling that's exactly
2: yeah. what it is oh it looks lame i'm not so excited anymore <laughs>
1: sorry another one is it's a contra game it's called contra operation galuga it's basically just side-scrolling contra again what what why why are people i don't know I, I, okay i can't That's imagine I'm like, this
0: game is in that much demand
1: contra yeah it's i don't know it's gonna be on the switch
2: like who's the most popular things the fucking code? code? Play these.
1: Yeah, yeah. Up, up, down, down. Left, right, left, yeah. right. B A select start or B A B A. Is it B A B A? B A B A. Anyways, I love it called uh, it's a it's a multi multiplayer um, you know RPG game called Space Nation Online, which we have so many. Like I'm just so tired, and then these I heard already like,
0: sound like flops. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. And then the next one is uh it's a game called I don't know, it's a Japanese game. It's called Lollipop Chainsaw Repop.
0: Never heard of that chain or a series either.
1: It's 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 a remake of a 2012 game called Lollipop Chainsaw. It looks like
0: if this has got a, some a, sort of like cult following or something.
1: Apparently, yeah. Then there's a game that came out last year. It's a remake, it's not a remake, they they basically just redid it called Multiverses, which was that game on uh ps4 which was like a fighter game that you've had you could play like it's kind of like fucking smash brothers but with like warner brothers characters and like Lame. fucking harry potter yeah Dude, it's, it, I, I hate was not-
2: reskinning these fucking games i saw that they made a reskin version of mario kart with uh a bunch of WB characters or something like
1: that. Oh, that's that SpongeBob game and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, it's so yeah, weird, man. It's so it's not those uh, the WB karting, SpongeBob carts. It's no, just it's dumb. It's dumb. It's just, play, just play, just play Mario Kart. Mario Kart's so much better. And oh, speaking of Mario Kart, I have the booster course. I got to play the last round. Yay! Oh, you paid for the
2: upgrade, or
0: oh, the I have it. I
1: have it. Oh yeah, I have the subscription. I'm good to go. He was, he
0: was already like, please take my money. Someone Fuck please yeah, dude. and take and, it twice. And they've
1: been and they've been worth it every time. Not the booster chance. courses are so worth it. So worth it. Anyways, so- but yeah, so that's that's the that's the news. that's fit to prove for myself, Derek. What was the news you had?
0: I got I got one little one and another little one. So you guys hear about the improvement on release dates for Dune 2.
1: Yes, but go ahead. So-
0: so let me give you guys a bit of a timeline dune 2 dune part 2 is supposed to originally have been released october 20th of this year a month ago
3: (laughs) but because of the wga and sag
0: strikes um lots of things and work schedules and production schedules all got shifted around because honestly those folks deserved a little bit more than what they were getting clearly
1: they got plenty too uh, got I, I, I
0: certainly I certainly hope they got what was uh fair. They did. They um, did. You haven't seen the list?
1: This is good. It's worth I, well,
0: it. see, I, I'm not in that industry, so I don't know I don't think I'm I'm qualified to say like what kind of compensation they should be i mean obviously there's certain things like yes you need to be able to get off for work and go to you know doctor's appointments and take care of your kids and your family members and all that kind of stuff like standard human rights
1: (laughs) the big thing was for them was that the writers got more money the actors don't need they, they got they have more money too they got more money for the people who aren't like like you know stars you know like like working actors yeah no but like working actors like people who work for a paycheck you know what i mean like they they they're getting a nice bump uh but the real big thing was ai compensated ai and like like image image rights blocking out image rights you know like they have to have you have to get permission and you get paid for your image being used if it's used via ai I man that's
0: fair to me.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, you're do, you're you're providing a lot of the content, the ground level content there. It um,
1: was speaking of which, like Disney used like computer generated people in the background of one of their shows, and they got in trouble for it.
2: Really? Yes. I, forgot I saw what that. Same, was. I saw that I'll same article. Go
1: ahead. Go continue. What you're I saying.
0: wonder how far that's going to go because I mean, how many years have we been inserting crowds into stadiums for movies? <gasps>
1: Well, well, no, but the the difference was the difference was that you could see the face of these images. It wasn't like like if, up, if they if they, they
0: generated entirely from randomization of like a computer program, then I feel like that would be. Uh, but you don't. it deserves. Well, th- there's sometimes faces. I mean, all the faces in every video game are are faces, but they're not like based off of real people. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Anyway, so, so Dune was supposed to come out October 20th. And then it pushed to November 17th. And then it was moved up to November 3rd. And now it's, and, and most recently was pushed to March 15th of next year. Yes. But it did not stop there. They pulled it forward. March 1st is now the current day.
1: <gasps> Yay! I'm so and, happy!
0: After the new year, there's only a full two months to go oh. through, and then you get to see it.
1: Oh, my God. I'm so happy.
0: And there's enough content in that series to continue on with the next whatever the third movie will be.
1: Well, the third movie. So now that you've mentioned it, Denny Villeneuve is already working on a treatment for the third movie to make it. Because he, really? he wants he wants to finish the story. So he actually is trying to see if it does well enough if he can finish the story, which is the first three books. The story of Paul Atreides.
2: Did you of deliver Paul, that? Of Paul before you before Avatar three or whatever comes out.
1: <laughs> please a God. Span, a please. real good, a real good, a good, a good fucking like sci-fi film. Like a really good sci-fi film. Rather yeah. than, you know, Avatar three and four. But no, they they like he um. He wants to finish the story of Paul Moadib. So he wants to do the second part, which is Children of Dune, which is the second book. And then uh I think it's called um Paul Emperor Dune. Emperor of Dune or something like that.
0: Hmm. Where well, I got plenty of original core. Like lore and content to work mm-hmm. from, they don't have yeah. to invent it. This is not the same situation where we were no. in for, you know, the the third trilogy of Star Wars, right? Where yeah. they were kind of writing it from scratch. And yep. while George Lucas probably had a lot of uh, ideas, he, he definitely didn't seem very fleshed out um, for them to be able to work with after it was sold off to Disney. Yeah, right?
1: so. and the good thing is, is that these last two books. Aren't of like the same level, sorry, the same tome, like mm. size. Yeah. So you can do these next two books in one movie. Like you don't have to like sure. split if I you mean, don't have to.
0: If, if if there's enough content, I'm I'm already really interested in this story. This is one that I, I hadn't read, right? So I don't know the 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 plot points and you know how things go. And there's also a lot to this story that's very uh refreshing a little bit original it's kind of an archetype that I haven't seen recently in other movies that was done yeah. really well and so yeah, i'm I'm on board they've got my money they just need to not fuck it up that, yeah that, that's
1: yeah good. yeah i I would love to make see them make that last movie because that in the movie uh like he's paul becomes the emperor yeah, and he's so mutated from the spice that he's he turns. He's. He looks like. He looks. He looks. Supposedly, supposed like look like a sandworm almost. Like he's been and he's lived for so long that like he's like almost immortal kind of thing. It's really weird. Like it's. I want to see it. I want to see it. I want to see how they do it. I want to see I how like, they fuck up the face of Timothy Chalamet.
2: I love the well, word the spice. It's like they've got like slang for drugs and sci-fi. Spice, the spice. on
0: spice on, on that same note, with Timothy uh, Timothy Chalamet.
1: Timothy Timothy Chalamet.
0: Yeah. Did you? Were you guys at all interested in going to see the Willy Wonka remake? I am. Of course, dude. I'm a sucker I for am. that shit. I'm a
1: sucker for that shit, too. <laughs> I'm a so sucker. I, I sucker for Hugh Grant as an Oompa Loompa. Like, once I saw him, I was like, I'm there.
0: I really loved the first Willy Wonka. And I also didn't totally hate the Johnny Depp one. but No. It, I, well, I it didn't have the same nostalgia. It didn't have the same whimsy. Um, I, I had resolved that probably wasn't gonna go out of my way to see this new Willy Wonka with Timothy Chalamet.
2: But um I mean it's the build looking, up, right, of the character. So it gives you a different perspective. It's a whole different story.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, and they the some of these early reviews, first reactions are coming out, and there's a lot of praise for how he's depicting this character and how the, the story's written and how it's filmed and I'm kind of falling into the hype. I think I might see it. <laughs> yeah, hey, I think
1: he. I think he really like is playing up like the Gene Wilder aspect of it. Like he's not doing it like the weird kooky Johnny like Depp. Johnny Depp, Tim Burton thing. I think he's going for like the really like lovable, eccentric, you know, Gene Wilder type character, but like as a as a younger man still trying to find his footing kind of thing. So I, I think I think he's I think I I think he's got the chops for it. We know Timothy Timothee Chalamet does well.
0: <laughs> Timothee.
1: As I call him because you know we're buddies. We're buddies. But um but yeah no, it's just I I th- I I'm buying the hype, but I I every time I watch the trailer, I I live for the Hugh Grant scene where he just comes out and he's just like, he's like, oh, he's I started dancing. And
0: he's got his chair that comes out. Oh, like, that's a good one,
1: too. I love that scene, too. No, but the one where he goes, What are you? You're an Oopaloompas? Like, yes. And he starts playing the lute, and then he just starts dancing. He's like, Can you stop this? Like, nope, sorry, can't do it. Once it started, have to continue. And it's just, it's great. <laughs> it's so great. Like, Hugh Grant is so funny, dude. Like, in so many movies, it's he's amazing. I love it. I, I, I once I saw he, Hugh Grant in the trailer, I was like, I'm there.
0: I feel like he's he's a pretty comedic character, but they don't give him enough roles where he can really be comedic. No.
1: Dude, he, he is.
2: kind of fucked his reputation by fucking a transsexual prostitute in the yes, 90s. Yes, <laughs> but you know,
1: it's been 30 I know years, this bro. Yes. It's been like 30 years. <laughs> yes, you're right. You're right. It, she, he didn't know she was transsexual. He didn't know. He didn't know. But he didn't know, know she was a probably prostitute. Probably didn't really he didn't know matter. she was a prostitute, no. He didn't know she was a prostitute.
0: I not think it mattered so much that she was a transsexual. Or I don't think so, either. An African-American
2: but transsexual prostitute. The prostitute did. is the illegal part. That's the he, part that he, gets the headlines. He enjoyed
1: himself. I just say he enjoyed himself. That's all you have to do. But, he, uh, but yeah, no, but, I mean, he's done well, like, like the gentleman and all that kind of shit. Oh, yeah, awesome I forgot gentleman. about that. Yeah, he was great. Anyways, but that's the news. That's fit to print, everybody. We're going to go to the refill portion of the episode right now. Uh, go see a minute about a dog. Go take a piss. Go take a shit. Whatever you need to do. Poop. Number two. Number one. Number three. If you're driving
0: and listening to the podcast, don't take a dump in your car.
1: Don't take, no, please don't. That's quite unsanitary. It's a rough time. And, it's, and it's a mess. You have to clean it up. Just because it's you, cold if, outside, if, if, it's not going to be helpful. If you do do it. In your pants in the car. Hope you have leather leather interior. <laughs> leave it for your spouse
0: to find. Leave it for your spouse to find leather the next
1: interior. Day. That way it's easier to clean. If oh my god! All right, bye, if it's, folks. If it's fi- fabric, you're in trouble. All right, it's, that's a bitch. All right, see you, everybody. Peace. Welcome back to another episode of Movies on the Rocks. We are back from the refill portion of the episode. Um, and I wanted to show this to Derek. You won't see this, anybody, in uh, Christendom, as I like to say, podcast world. But Derek, check it out, Baba.
0: Oh, man. It's such a cute little what is that, like a cute. little like, six or seven ounce?
1: It's like 3.381 ounces. I already looked it up. It's yeah, hundred milliliters. Yeah, we ran. We ran because <laughs> I, I don't know. Metric conversion. I, don't, I don't know metric. The metric system, I'm not European. 100 what, milliliters. What the fuck
3: is that a kilometer? Sense? <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> what were you saying, anyway, dude?
1: Sorry. What were you saying? A, sorry, sorry.
0: A measurement system that works. That was the point. Anyway, that's cool. I need to buy some.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, I apologize to our European listeners, but uh, yeah, the metric system sucks. I can't think straight on it.
0: You're you're so wrong, Tomas.
1: (laughs) No, I'm sure it works fine. I'm sure it works great.
0: It's so much simpler.
1: Oh, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. But I I just don't want to... I'm lazy and I don't want to sit. Just like I don't like to eat mangoes, I really don't care about the metric system. Do you know how
0: many ounces are in a cup?
1: I believe it's eight.
0: Eight? Why do we need to know that? Why couldn't it just been... But
1: is it easier Base making baking? No. A cup? It's one thing rather than 8 of 1 cup. How many thing?
2: teaspoons in a gallon? <laughs> there you go. Another arbitrary how, fucking measurement.
1: How <laughs> many That's that's impressive. Like how many gallons are in a liter?
2: There's 2.2 2 liters per gallon, I think.
0: Yeah, right? it, that's the other way around. A gallon's bigger. Hmm. You're showing your ignorance.
1: I'm trying to
0: America. This
1: is this, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, You know what? I'm going to give you my ignorant eyeball.
0: I swear, folks, we actually intended to talk
2: about a movie tonight. Yeah, we did.
1: We did. We did. But I'm gonna I'm gonna crack this bitch open too, bro. It's awesome. Dude, your hands
2: look like Andre the Giant holding a fucking this twelve is, ounce. Holy what, shit.
1: This is what Derek's hand looks like when he's opening a tall boy. He's holding yeah, a tall We had boy. to go there.
2: We had because to go. Because he had
1: there. fucking his mitts his massive hands. are massive. He looks he's like he he he's you know what he is? He's like uh uh what's his name from uh from fucking um oh
2: from... I'm gonna wreck it! <laughs> Wreck-It Ralph?
1: Yes, yes, yes. He's Wreck-It Ralph. He is Wreck-It Ralph. His myth. This is when he's, when he's holding a Foster's tall boy. This is him holding a Foster's tall boy. He's like Andre the Giant. Look at him. Look at, look at the size of those bad boys. I mean, good lord. The
2: good Coca-Cola with a fucking Mexican sugar, dude? Awesome.
1: <laughs> it's a Coke Zero.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's probably... I think it's from Mexico, but it is still a Coke Zero. Correct. Oh, I-
1: and this is one of those little, little it's like a little, it's like, a, it's like those old uh, peaches juice can tops, yep, like yep, it's yep, old yep. school. So and it turns here we go. into a cup. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go.
0: So fancy. Don't so cut fancy. your lips, man.
1: I know. I, I was real slow with that. Hold
0: on. Can you imagine us talking Super through the rest st- of the podcast with him going, I cut
1: my lip. I cut my tongue. Oh my God. I got an
2: aluminum cut on my lip. Let's not talk about this right now, dude. It looks so funny you drinking that shit. Seriously, put it down.
1: Mm. <laughs> it's delicious and nutritious. Is it? Not really, but it's delicious. <laughs> it is delicious. I feel it's nutritious because it's it's helping my body feel good. Hmm. So, as everybody, this is I'm. Um, I'm still drinking my other drink. I have plenty of my other drink, but I decided to just kind of do a screwball today. Do the screwball can. It's delicious. So now um, you guys are double fist in it. No, no, no way, dude. It's the no. whiskey. It's a whiskey in a fucking can, bro. It's not like fucking hard iced tea or any of that shit, dude. It's just you're good, man. Interesting. It's it's so delicious. Like I feel, <sighs> <it's> so good.
0: <laughs> All right, folks. Well, the movie that we're supposed to be talking about well, here. First today...
1: up, did anybody else get anything different? Or are they sticking with the same?
0: No, nope, nothing different. Same drink. Same. Just me.
1: All right, so going back to the motion picture, Derek, please. This is your movie. The movie's called Heartbeat Loud. Okay, yep. so Derek, go ahead. You know we got to do all the shit when it comes yep, to yep, this yep. movie. So, go. Heartbeat, Heartbeat
0: Loud came out in 2018. It's classified as a music, drama, comedy, family film, mm-hmm. and only at uh, just barely over an hour and a half runtime. I'll give you guys the synopsis here. It's In the hip Brooklyn neighborhood of Red Hook, single dad and record store owner Frank is preparing to send his hardworking daughter, Sam, off to college uh, while being forced to close his vintage shop. Hoping to stay connected through their shared musical passions, Frank urges Sam to take their weekly jam sessions into a father-daughter live act after their first song becomes an internet breakout. The two embark on a journey of love growing up a musical discovery, growing huh. up a musical discovery. That's pretty good. I, I like it. Yeah. It gives okay. it a little bit, it's probably a little bit much but anyway. Um, so I, I hadn't seen this movie whenever, uh, I found out about it. Uh, I was something that just kind of blipped up on my radar and then I just quickly forgot about it. And I remembered the, the reason I, I jumped on this film, um, back whenever I wanted to, to, to initially see it was, I loved the movie begin again with Mark Ruffalo and yes. Kira Knightley, I think. Um, and it's got Adam Levine in it and Haley Steinfeld, lots of, lots of very talented people. Um, and I really liked that movie when it came out. And so I thought, Oh, well, you know, hearts beat loud seems very similar, right. In the same vein, uh, must be more of the same and, and probably very good. From the tone prior to recording, I think you guys might disagree with me a little bit. Did you love it or hate it?
1: (laughs) Okay, so I will go ahead and start. (laughs) So I'm going to be 100% honest with you. This movie is what I call a palate cleanser.
0: Okay. All right. so?
1: So it's not a cinematic masterpiece of any kind it's kind of like when you're going through your timeline in Twitter and you see a dog saying hello, like it's just, it's okay. It's there. It makes your heart feel good, but it's not like, it's not going to be like, wow, this is amazing. There's like, no
0: awe factor.
1: No, it's not a wow fact. Wow. Factor. It's, it's, it's just there. It, it's, it's an enjoyable flick, but it's not something I'm going to go out of my way to watch. So, so it's just like, as I said, it's just a palate cleanser. It's like a, an ice cream at dessert. It's like a, sh- a sherbet. It's like sorbet. It's just, it's there just to kind of, just kind of say, okay, it's cool. It's cute. It's got its things too, but it's not like amazing.
0: I feel like, well, you know what, before I go into it, Elias, how did you feel?
2: It felt like a typical 80s movie rebranded with common, with current themes, I'd say. Mm. Um, biracial marriage, losing your wife to cancer or whatever she died from the daughter wanting to get as far away from home as possible to which it flipped the script, right? Cause you typically see kids in, in the eighties movies want to pursue some sort of crazy arts degree. No, she wants to go to med school and then yeah. you've got the dad yeah. that wants to kind of hold her back and say, no, let's, let's do all this cool art shit arty fartsy hippie shit and stay around and make some records and stuff like that. So
1: right.
2: it's just like an an inverse to an eighties movie. Again, a filler. I mean, would I watch it again? Probably not. Yeah. Um, but it was fine. It was entertaining.
1: I mean, it it did the trick. It did the trick. I should
0: so- I should mention that on a budget of two million dollars, oh, they made two point one.
1: Really? So it, it was the budget was only two million bucks.
0: Only two million bucks.
1: Okay. Ted well, Danson,
2: Bliff Danner, Nick Offerman. Lyve
1: Danner, yeah, yeah. I mean it 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 had it had people. It definitely had people and it made yeah, it made two point four million dollars. And Tony yeah,
0: Collette's in this. I mean, there's Tony lots Colette. of lots I mean, of star power. I it's think funny that to there see, was... It, it
1: was funny to see Tony Collette in this movie as we had just seen her in Hereditary. So it was just like... <laughs> <laughs> way,
2: way <laughs> easier to watch. <laughs> Palatable.
1: I mean, so, I mean, so, I mean, like, okay, going into the motion picture, like, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I did not take notes. This movie mm-hmm. was not a note taking motion picture, it was pretty formulaic. I mean,
2: that's a nice word, formulaic. Yes, it
1: was formulaic. It was formulaic. I mean, it has an IMDb rating, IMDb rating of six point nine. I think that's a bit high. I had
2: high expectations because of that rating. I'll be honest. Rotten with
0: you. Tomatoes is ninety two percent.
1: Are you shitting me?
0: No,
2: yeah. I saw the same thing. Yeah,
1: and that's a critic score. or The audience score.
2: Uh, let me look. I'll have to check.
1: Because remember, the tomato is the audience. Is the critic the popcorn? Is the audience, but. That seems a well wow, that seems it's really high
0: 92% tomato meter and 74% audience.
1: Okay, so the also the critics, critics critics gave it 90. That's that's I'm I'm not surprised cuz it's the critics. But I I mean I can see this being I can see them liking this cuz it is it is for me like it does it does Kind of hit all the all the notes per se that of this kind of motion picture, but you're giving I mean, us
0: puns now. Are you trying to do that?
1: Yes, you like it. I'm being super punny. I hate it. Stop it. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. It's just it's got it's got it's got good bones, but I wasn't just like I wasn't like wowed by it.
3: I feel
0: like um, the like the general outline of this movie. Had a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. Um, the production quality of this movie is really pretty, pretty good. I, I yeah. don't have any real issues with the way it was shot or or the way it was cut together. Um, I think the acting is really what carries this movie. The problem, I think, is though there's only so much substance you can get from poor writing. True. Um, I think that's kind of where I think it falls through. Like, there's there there weren't high enough highs or low enough lows throughout this yeah. movie for us to really realize some of the really potential really potentially really good payouts at the end. Yeah, they, they all kind of fizzle. Yeah, towards the end.
1: The one thing I thought about this movie was that the the okay, what I'll give this movie is that all the loose strings that they. Portray throughout the movie. Mm -hmm. They get tied up. Everything gets tied up. They do a good job of doing that. And 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 it doesn't and the one good thing that I did appreciate, I will be honest with you, I did appreciate this is that it didn't go super sappy. Like she didn't end up staying. Okay, mind you guys, Mm -hmm. we're gonna be jumping around. We came out in 2018. If you've never seen it, watch it. But spoiler alert, because more than likely you didn't see it because it only made 2.1 million dollars total yep two point four million dollars and it was on a budget of of two million so just be aware, spoiler alert it made four hundred grand in profit this movie, yeah. so you did not see a commercial for it probably more than at all, so this movie we're gonna be jumping around, but either way, but I'm saying is that I based on what was going on in the motion picture it I was appreciative that it didn't fall into the tropes like he, yeah. ended up, he ended up closing the, the record store. He did. It wasn't saved. He didn't take, it didn't go the route of him becoming a partner. And in my mind, I was thinking to myself, the he town, was, he's, he's the sold out.
0: banding together yeah, so that they no, can all fundraise and show sure Which, which, it's, which it's is totally the,
1: New York. They didn't give a shit about him anyway. So what the fuck right. do they care? Yeah. So, which is great New York, which is totally New York in that way. Um. So, that's one thing. The other thing is, is, I mean, she ended up going to UCLA. She did what? She did. She left town. She went to school. And I, know, thought, which, I thought
0: it was creative that, you know, it, it still meant that she was able to do both. And it just was on her own, which, which is, is what she was looking for the whole time. Girl. She wanted to be out on her own. Yeah, you know, She and, wanted to be and, in a more independent.
1: And that, honestly, is college. You can yeah. do more than one thing. Like, I am in sales. Mm-hmm. but i do a podcast you know you can do one thing if if you if you love something enough you can do more than one thing on you can do something on the side you can have a side hustle it's okay it so, is okay to have a side hustle
0: and and i thought that was that was good writing there were definitely there was all the potential were there like the bones of a really strong film was there it just was never really fleshed out. I felt like they, again, they, they, they didn't have enough of a peak and valley between the highs and lows of the film.
3: No. So
0: the payoff never really got there. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's all of these moments for us to better understand, you know, the struggles that they went through when mom passed. Um, yeah. And, you know, the difficulties of... Raising a daughter, but we didn't get any of that. We yeah, he didn't stick into too. that grieving
2: component, right? Like the loss of your mother, the effect, and all this other stuff. I was expecting more.
1: All they did was just show shows. all they did was just show the scene, the place where she was where married, she did, she killed. Died. Which yeah. you know is As fake because those
2: those wheels would have been taken off in New York. <laughs> talk about that. True.
1: True. Well, maybe because it's Red Hook. I don't know. I don't know Red mm-hmm. Hook neighborhood. I don't know the Red Hook neighborhood in Brooklyn. It is what it is. But yeah,
0: I did like that. They um, I feel like a lot of times in movies where they try to they try to, quote unquote, be edgy and like, oh, the daughter's going to be lesbian. And then we have to highlight it. We have to make it a focal point of the movie. It's so pivotal because we're, you know, bringing this lifestyle into the limelight. We're doing a, a service to this community. In this movie, it was very much so undertoned, like it was very evident. There wasn't any kind of uh, floating around it, but there wasn't. They didn't need to shine a spotlight on it. We got to see somebody who was in a homosexual relationship and it wasn't part of the film. It didn't play a key role Didn't pull from it. Yeah. And and it wow. That's what real life is like, that people Mm -hmm. blend directly into society that are different than, you know, your 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 maybe past norms or what you thought was normal. Right. I like that they didn't kind of play that up or, or try and get any extra points for it. Um,
2: I, I mean, even, they, even when he told her, he's like, Oh, you have a girlfriend. And she's like, Oh, is it yeah, a boyfriend? You know, that was his he's first like, oh, okay. girlfriend and yeah. then boyfriend.
0: Right. I mean, yeah. just, just yeah, clearly a dad who's got a bit of a pulse on, you know, his daughter. He's, he's actually been paying attention, right? He knows that perhaps she has um, interests different than, you know, maybe what his mom, what her mom had. And, you know, they also didn't do the same thing trying to play up the uh, biracial relationship that dad and mom had. That was that wasn't a a part of the story. It wasn't even brought up. It was simply explained and moved past. And I kind of like that they didn't lean on those um, good things to do in a film as like points of merit that need to be rewarded, for example.
2: I think it's funny because. This movie was filmed, came out in 2018, so it means it got filmed, what, 2017 maybe? Probably. Yeah. I I have a feeling it
1: yeah, was, it was probably before. filmed in like 2016. So 2016,
2: 2017. So, so considering today's climate in 2023, I think it's more appropriate that that film... I was expecting that film to be a 2022 release, mm. considering today's social climate where everything's in your face and all these topics, yeah. all these difficult topics are out there and people are very like... Uh, on edge on whether or not these things should be said and what's being pushed and I would have ex- not knowing the date I would have said yeah that movie came out in 2022 not in 2017 or 2018 so that, that, ahead I had of it its time I it was ahead of its time I'd yeah it's it was it was
1: and and I mean if you look at the poster I mean it was a Sundance film selection and it was a south by southwest so those are two specifically south by southwest which is Austin's, which is, I think, one of these days, I think the three of us, even as many of us as we can, I think we need to go and do a fucking, like, Mecca, like, pilgrimage to, to <laughs> pilgrimage South by Southwest. Southwest honestly. Southwest. Honestly, dude. Mecca I, pilgrimage, that's, I love it. That's a, that's a, that's a fucking, that's a, that's a bucket list for me, dude. Let's just fucking pick some films and just go to South by Southwest. I'm dying to do that. I've never done it. I've, I've always wanted to do it. We should do it one day. Seriously.
2: And then we'll drive over to Burning Man. Uh, no, no,
1: no. I will say no to that. <laughs> Look, and that's between you and that's between you and your wife. I don't know what you guys want to be in a tent out in the fucking desert. No, thanks.
2: No <laughs> thanks. I've done know. my share
0: of crazy music festivals. Um, <laughs> my wife actually wants to go back because I went to EDC in Vegas a couple years back. What is many, that? Many years back. It's, what it's is a that? giant, giant electronic e- festival. Yes, it's a giant festival. <laughs> Which is the one I in Miami. Uh they do Ultra Ultra. Ultra.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. I, I yeah. remember trying to go to Ultra back in when I was in college. And then I had a friend that went to Ultra. She was tripping so hard on fucking X that when she got home, she saw skeletons in her bathroom. I mean, she was just <laughs> so just... That's she the was... kind of party that it is. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but this was back in like 1999 98 Like she was tripping balls. Like it was crazy. When when back in that Second that time, if anyone doesn't know, but Elias might know, but Derek won't know.
0: Oh my God, spit it out.
1: In 99, you could buy ecstasy at the fucking gas
0: station. That is not a recommendation, folks, that are at home. No,
1: we you can't know do it anymore. Out, but in Miami, in Miami, you could buy ecstasy at a gas station, dude. Now
2: you could buy boner pills at the gas station. But
1: that's boom. a whole other. <laughs> boom! <laughs> okay. For lack of a better phrase, boom!
0: The whole point that I was getting to Sorry. before I was so interrupted Sorry, by bad. ridiculousness. <laughs> I went to that festival many years ago and a burning my man? wife, no, EDC, dipshit. Okay. <laughs> went to EDC in Vegas and it was an incredible experience. It was definitely something I, I, I'm glad that I got to go and do with some great people, but. My wife is like, I wish I could have gone. Let's go. And I'm like, not at this age. No. <laughs> We're way past that I, point. I don't need an 18-hour concert. No.
1: You're like, you're like, you're like, you should tell her like, let's just do let's do Austin City Limits and see how you roll with that.
0: Look, at this stage, we need to go to like a local jazz bar and be <laughs> in bed by seven. Okay. <laughs> That's
3: what I need.
1: No, 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 no. Do no 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 no. Okay. I have done Austin City Limits in my 30s i did it like when i was like 38 i think 36 yeah Mm -hmm. and it was good it was fine dude just awesome limits is perfectly fine because you know why you know why ask me why why because there's so many bands and you can just be like all right i'm good with that you just leave you're good to go
0: All right, so this movie, folks, that we're we're actually (laughs) here to talk about. We're
1: talking about music. This movie's all about music. So, no, no, but as far as the movie's concerned, so in the movie, they make... We're going to be jumping around. Let's jump around. Let's jump around. Let's jump around. Jump around. Jump around. So, the movie... Stay on topic. (laughs) Okay, sorry. So, when... I'll be honest with you. I liked the music in the movie. That was actually something that I really enjoyed. I enjoyed the music because it reminded me of that movie, uh, Begin Again, which is what you had chosen this for. Because I like to begin again. I like yeah. the aspect of the indie music scene. I like the aspect of art for art's sake. I'm I'm all about that shit because I used to go to Cheers in Miami. I don't know if Elias remembers Cheers in no. Miami, but it was a lesbian bar which was great because they had like punk rock shows, which was awesome. It was great. Like me and my friends used to go in high school. Go to Cheers in Miami. It was next to a laundromat. It was fucking amazing. And I knew the owner of the laundromat. I knew their daughter. She was went to, she worked with my aunt in the microbiology lab at the University of Miami. But that's neither that here nor there. But on the, topic.
0: On, on topic.
1: <laughs> I watched, I saw, bro, at Cheers, I saw Payable on Death. I saw fucking Supermarket All-Stars. I saw all these people be. But either way indie music. Sorry, my bad. I'm so sorry. I'm getting a little I'm a little buzzing. I'm buzzing a little bit. Anyways, but I did like the songs and it did give me that whole like kind of like aspect of the music and I was I enjoyed the relationship between the mom the the the, the dad and the daughter and what they were kind of running with, but But
0: yeah, I it, was, it was kind of cool to see Nick Offerman in a more uh subdued a uh, playful role versus like seriousness Sarcastic. or sarcasm, you yeah. know, and don't be wrong. Like I think he's great at all that stuff, but it was very cool to see a totally different, you know, uh, I, I think it's easy to consider that maybe he had been typecast and, and many things moving forward, but here we've seen that he's clearly more talented than that one trick. Right. Um, and I, I got the same thing whenever I saw him in, he was in, uh, that last of us movie mm-hmm. episode, right? Yes.
2: Yeah. So I, he was very Great talented there as well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I
0: mean, and the, I think he was nominated.
1: Yeah. I think he was nominated for an Emmy for that. Performance. Yeah, for
2: like supporting or something. Yeah.
0: And the the girl who plays the daughter, um, Kiersey Clemons. Yes. She's really talented. Um, you could definitely feel a lot of the, uh, push for independence and the angst you know that that you can feel at that age you know wanting to be your own person and get out of the house and all that kind of stuff i mean when
2: 30, you're a 30 year old senior still living at home i mean <laughs> you know, I, I always look at people's ages of who, who portrays a kid she's 30 yeah. fucking years old dude playing an 18 year old
1: is she 30? 30 30 I mean, fucking years job. old bro. yes did a great job
2: the, what gave it? What threw me off? I saw the, the arm tattoo. I was like, no, can't believe it. No, can't believe it. She's a senior in high school. Sorry.
1: <laughs> I saw that too. Yeah, I was like, and I was like wait not, not a minute. It. Didn't
2: no, notice. thank you. I didn't even but
1: notice it. Do you know that she, um, the first thing I ever saw her in was Dope. Have you guys ever watched Dope?
0: Yeah. Dope. I don't think I have. That's a good one.
1: That is a great fucking. Show great freaking movie, it's about a bunch of high school kids and they are selling ecstasy. It's like Molly. It's yep. great, such a good movie, dude. Such a good movie. Yep. Oh,
2: yep, I did yep, see yep. this one. Yep, it was, one. Yeah, it was a good one.
1: Yeah, it was a good one. But yeah, but I can I totally understand what you're saying, dude, because it was just it was a little wild. Like I was like, really, you're really gonna do this? Like, and she. She played well, dude, and, and I didn't know she was 30 years old because I'm like, I haven't seen her. I've seen her so much. I'm just like, holy shit.
0: You know, the interesting thing is uh, at the time of recording, the like filming the movie, mm-hmm. um, the girl, Sasha Lane, who played girlfriend to the daughter. Oh, um, yes. She was just barely 20. And it was very believable that they were of the same age. Like when you saw them on screen together. Yeah.
1: I just I just found out that Sasha that the Kirsty Clemens is in the new Monarch Legacy of Monsters movie show on Apple TV. I'm gonna have to watch that. Hmm.
0: Yeah, it's supposed to be it's supposed to be pretty popular because they're the way that they're kind of shifting into a television series, I think it's getting a lot of hyper on that show right now.
1: Yeah, I gotta watch it, dude, because she's in all ten episodes, supposedly. Like, there's only three episodes out right now. I gotta watch it because I love, I love all that and shit. God, we're so all over place. because it just goes to show you how amazing this movie is. Because it's not the mm, movie. Mm. <laughs> that we're talking about other shit other than this movie. There
0: were, there were, there were only, uh, like I said, and I think we've all kind of agreed at this point. There were just <laughs> really good potential there's, that didn't pan out.
1: There's good bones. <laughs> The movie yeah. has so, good bones.
2: So, his mom was she like
1: her mom? Her, her mom? It,
2: her a, mom, her, her mom. No, 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 no. I'm I'm saying Nick Offerman's mom, or Blythe Danner. Oh, dementia. What did yeah. she? She she was stealing some stuff. Is she just like an old lady that's going crazy, or
1: I I think she's just klepto.
2: Yep, probably. I think okay. I think
1: she's just like screaming for attention. She seems like the kind of person that wants attention. Because, I don't know about but, you but I, guys,
0: but if you don't have family members like I do, that when they get old enough, they can just get away with anything. They can just say shit that no one's going to correct them because they're fucking old.
1: That was they my just, they just do
0: that. They just get to that point point. they're like, well, I'm going to steal shit and no one will stop me. Meh,
1: man, Meh. See? Yeah. Come on, see? No, you know, it oh was like fucking James Cagney and shit. No, but the thing is, is that that's one of the drawbacks of this movie is that there's we've said it, there's good bones, but there's things that we're missing. We're missing a little bit of backstory because the movie's only an hour and thirty seven minutes long.
2: Yep. Makes you wonder yeah. what they did cut, right? How lame must it have yeah. been?
1: Yeah. Yeah, because the guy yeah, see the the guy I don't
0: think they I don't think I don't think they probably <laughs> had they much have- to cut. I think they probably <laughs> started with a short script and stretched it.
1: I, I mean, I don't know. The guy has. I mean, I looked at the the, the director, Brett Haley. He's a director and he's the co writer of the movie. He. Not anything huge. Not anything not huge, anything but he's huge. got a lot. He's got a lot of stuff. Like, granted, some of it's like short stories, but he, he did two movies in 2020 on Netflix.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's also got a couple of them. Uh, the one. I think this one might have been one of those Netflix series, The Hero.
1: Yeah, no, 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 it wasn't, wasn't a Netflix series, but it was a movie he did with uh, Sam Elliott, which is the, which probably has the best voice in uh, motion picture history.
0: Uh, probably, yeah, right next to Morgan Freeman. Um, yeah. It, yeah, that one had Nick Offerman in it as well.
1: I mean, I mean, and, and it's also it was also heralded by critics. I mean, it has a six point five. I don't know what it is on Rotten Tomatoes, but it was also a Sundance. So I mean I don't know, but I mean
0: he's done some stuff. And if you look at the other, and, bruh, the other there's, writer, which there's was a lot uh, of people Mark in that Bosch. movie.
1: Not Holy much. Shit. There's a lot of people in that hero movie. that I want to work with Sam Elliott.
0: I mean, he knows where to keep the beef.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> Sam Elliott is a shit. I don't care what anybody says, dude. The man is amazing. I if you're if you're if you're Sam Elliott, I will watch anything that you're in, dude.
2: 1883,
0: I think, fantastic. I do think that Ted Danson did a great
2: job.
1: He did. I was, yeah. okay. I was really happy when I saw him. I was like, oh, Ted Danson.
2: Back to the Cheers roll. He was. And, he was a
1: bartender.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and I thought it was. Um, it might have been the one of the best lines in the whole movie. Whenever he asked for another last shot, and Ted Danson's character yes. was like, like, "I'm your friend. It's not, a, it's not a business relationship. I'm your friend. No." And he stops
1: him, which was, he just walks off. I love that, dude, because that's the way I am with my friends, dude. I'll be honest with you. Like, if you guys were with me and I told you guys something, I'd be like, "No, dude, I'm your friend. I'm gonna stop you right now." I've done that the- before.
0: The the way that kind of an we like that. we see a few times over again how um, Frank's friends demonstrate why they are his friend mm-hmm. throughout the movie. We saw it with Tony Collette's character. We saw it again with Ted Danson's character. Yes, we saw it where um, his daughter came back to actually talk to him even after he pulled that stunt with if your mom were here blah, blah 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 yeah you know like all these different things like he we can see that he's kind of um pushing people away um because he doesn't like this force change that he's being pushed through
1: yeah and and basically like from from what you see like they, they could tell you that like he is a the one thing I like about Nick Offerman is that the way he portrays his people. And I was I was telling Michelle this too, is that he plays guitar. So he isn't he is a musician. He plays guitar in his stand-up roles too. I've seen him in stand-up on stand up clips. And um he uh he uh he does the same thing where he just he just uh like plays guitar does music and shit and he just fucks around dude. And, and the thing with him is that he plays the character, like a, like it's a genuine soul. Like it's just, there. Like it's mm, like some there. actual
0: depth beyond the lines.
1: Exactly. And that's yeah. what I think the people represent when they're playing off of him is that he, he is showing the kind of person that is just there. And they understand that in those moments of weakness where he's kind of being an asshole, that it's a moment of weakness. Mm -hmm. As a friend, Mm -hmm. they understand, hey, I'm going to move past this because this is not you. This is you being just an asshole because right now you're just acting out against the darkness of what's happening in your life at this moment. But you need to back the fuck off. And just leave it alone kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like when you have that conversation with a friend where you're just like, dude, I get that you're being a dick right now. I get that you're being an asshole.
0: You're you're in the wrong place. And I understand how you got here. That's exactly what Tony Collette's character does whenever he comes to the door drunk.
1: Exactly. She's she's like, you need to go the fuck away from me. (laughs) She's like,
0: she, she didn't want to give him the opportunity to dig himself a deeper hole. And that's a good friend. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, you get that. Whenever, whenever you know that they're in the wrong, and you don't want to give them an opportunity to shoot themselves more in the foot, it's not a bad idea, I think.
1: Yeah, and I mean, unless you're
2: talking the opening scene where he was an asshole to the customer. That 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 was was classic.
1: That was 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 classic Nick Offerman though. That was was like. I don't know that I
2: hated it.
0: I didn't hate. it. No,
1: I didn't hate either. That was that was like that scene in Parks and Rec where he's eating the bacon. Where he shows up at like a big box store. Have you seen that scene?
3: Yeah. Have I you have.
1: seen that scene? Have you seen that scene? So I haven't. He's like at a big box store. And the guy's like, Here, would you like to try some more vegan bacon? And he's like, Oh, sure. And he gives him the vegan bacon and he throws him in the trash and he goes, Can I have another? <laughs> <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> it's, it's vegan bacon. Oh my god, dude. It's fucking That's fantastic. Funny. It's just. Well, I mean, it, was a good thing way,
0: it was a good way for us to be introduced to the character and we got a quick instant tone of exactly where he's at where his head's at what kind of mood he's in and if it wasn't you know already connected with the viewer at that point mm-hmm. the music that you're hearing you know as part of the sound design of that, uh, that scene is the music that his character is listening to in those headphones right and so yeah. you can actually see like this is where I'm at. It's not just what the viewer is being shown. This is like where my character is actually, where my headspace is. You know? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, Which I think was was a
0: creative way. I mean, I've been to record shops like that, and. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Where the guys are total like music snobs, <laughs>
3: the, and
0: you know they got their little listening stations. And if you you don't put the vinyl on the right way, the way that they want the thing, they look at you funny. I mean, it's they're elitists of the vinyl. Um, I
1: appreciate that. I appreciate that. You I know, somebody's got to have it. a hobby
0: in it. I guess yeah. why not?
1: <laughs> like, like, bro, like, I, I, I mean, I am looking to do that to get to that point, I just know that it's expensive hobby.
2: I can't buy into the quality of the music, dude. I I went I to somebody's can't. house, they started playing, and I was like, this sounds terrible. It, I just hear I all can't. the imperfections. I just
1: can't. It's so warm. That's the whole point of it. Oh. imperfections is what gives it life. I have mine
0: right behind me, and I love my little table, my little speakers, and mm-hmm. my little headset that I can put on I, my chair yeah, and listen to my yeah, vinyls. Yeah, dude, uh, although, I mean, I, I think what it... I know that some people go for, you know, the, a, a certain album that was only ever released in one way or it was only recorded in one way. And those things absolutely have merit. But the part about it for me is it is a very intentional time for me to sit and just enjoy music. It's not that it I couldn't do it on my phone. It's that I have to go into this room and sit in this chair with these speakers and enjoy this music.
1: You make the time.
0: Yeah, it's that intentional moment of like, yeah, you could read the news, or you can read a novel,
2: right? You go, like, and you put your slippers on, and you go light your pipe, and you set, you sit on your favorite couch.
0: It's so right? great, dude! You got a nice little warm <laughs> beverage. I've smoked
1: a pipe. I smoked a pipe about a few weeks ago, and I will tell you this: I enjoyed every fucking second of it. It was. I felt like fucking Gandalf. I was like, "What is this experience? It's amazing." Do Isn't you inhale weird? pipe
2: smoke? I guess some do. No, No? okay, just like a cigar. Okay,
1: you don't. But it's just, it's, it's weird. It smells so good.
2: It does. I remember my uh, great uncle smoking pipe. But it's,
1: it's, it's an experience, dude, because it's a process. You have to pack it well, and you have to keep kind of keep lighting it while you puff on it. And it's just, it's, it's a whole thing, dude. And I didn't even know that the pipe that Gandalf smokes is called a Christmas pipe.
0: Oh, dude! The, the, if you get dip, deep into that culture, which we're obviously shouldn't be talking about on no, this no, podcast sorry. about this I'm movie, so
3: sorry. <laughs> but I'm just going to show you, there is
0: a deep culture there, and and it's I, honestly I people know. who get in the weeds on anything, whether it be yes. vinyls or pipes or owning, you know, a record store, or whatever it is. Yes. There are people who really lean into like the purest forms of it. And
1: speaking of movies about vinyls, so this mm-hmm. was this was good. I like. That's one thing I did like about it is the aspects of the vinyl record store. I love record stores. I go there and there when I see one, I walk in. Whether or not I like what they have, it's okay. But I have been to some good ones. Like there's one here in um, downtown Alpharetta, which is a good one. It's um I forgot the name of it, but I've been to a few. There's one in um in uh in uh i been. I was one in um, five points in old in uh, five points in little five points in Atlanta. That's a good one too. I mean, there's only really one in little five points in Atlanta. So just FYI. But I mean, I've been to few. When I was a kid, I used to go with my aunt when I was in Houston. We used to live in Houston at a place called Sound Warehouse. It's an old school record and movie store and tapes and CDs. Um, it was just. It was like Specs in Miami. But in Houston, it was called Sound Warehouse. It was an it was an old place in the eighties, and I used to go there all the time with my aunt when she used when she needed to buy fucking records. But I mean, I mean, I love I love record stores, man. There's just just, something
0: about the vibe. The vibe in those places is such. uh, It's almost soothing.
1: It is. It is. I'm not gonna lie. the The place in Alpharetta, what is it called? It is called. I will tell you. It's called Comeback Vinyl in Alpharetta, Georgia. Great mm-hmm. spot. Great spot. They during COVID, they had um, online orders, and you can go to a drive-through. They made a drive-through in their parking lot to pick up vinyl you bought, and they had That's all clear. their vinyl. They had all their vinyl on their website for you to order online. It was great. I was like, holy shit. My daughter, during COVID, she got a record player and she won a vinyl. And I got her The Greatest Hits Volume 1 of Queen. She got, uh, this was back in 2020, so she got the uh, Katy Perry album that year. And then the next Christmas, I bought her, no, no, on her birthday, I bought her the Weezer Blue album am a good dad. That was
2: a good one. <laughs> I'm
1: a good dad.
2: Pat myself and on the back for that one. I
1: would do that right now, boom boom. And then uh this past year on her birthday, we bought her a live Bob Marley and the Whalers album.
0: Oh, wow. Cool.
1: Live at the Boss at in Boston in 1970, I think it was 1976, I think it was. I will find the, out. Uh,
0: the vinyl store that I went to when, often in Dallas when I lived up there is Josie Records. Mm-hmm. It's premium. Premium. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. They've got all kinds of stuff. They've got sections where you can go and get, you know, traditional uh, vinyls, but then they've got all the like little mini EPs and all the special releases and all the used section. And they've also got a section, I think, that was for like, um, like like movie posters that have been preserved from, you know, the 60s, 70s, and oh, 80s. Oh, that's awesome. So if you went, like, any of that old retro stuff, it was like they yeah. had it available. And so if you wanted to, like, start, they had the trinkets, they had the beginners, they had the advanced, you know, kind of uh, turntable sets that you can start with or upgrade to and all that kind of stuff. It was really, really very, very nice.
1: No, yeah. So I, I bought my daughter Bob Marley and the Wailers live album from 1975. There are up. Mm. And then Good just recently, just recently. Um, hold on. I have to wait one second.
0: Yeah, As the tension builds. The anticipation.
1: Sorry, everybody. I had to check and see if my youngest was here because I, I bought her Christmas. Mm hmm. And I bought her. I bought her a record album because she wanted a record player. So I bought her a record player as well. And she wanted. I'm so proud of her. She she wanted a Silk Sonic with oh, Bruno what Mars. Oh, a great great album! And we got it for her. So she's like, she doesn't know she has it. So she <laughs> she loves her favorite. Her one of her songs was a skate song. Oh my god! I'm turning. I'm turning. My my kids are music snobs. They're total music snobs. I don't even know what to do. I don't with know
0: it. if it's a snob if you just have good taste.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> but dude, that's look, I will tell you this. I appreciated the aspect of the whole music vinyl snob kind of thing where you have good taste in music because there are people that have so terrible taste in music. Honestly, there is. I right. mean, my daughter's having an issue with and that, that that that's what I appreciated about this movie is that, you know, when you have a good a movie that's pretty good, it's okay. It's not a bad movie. Like I said, it's a palate cleanser. You know, it's a movie that you can watch that's just going to be there, and you can enjoy it and just appreciate it for what it's. I worth. feel like
0: it was a high budget Hallmark film.
1: Yes, that's dude, a, that
2: big, is fucking nailed it.
1: That's a perfect, per, perfect, perfect simile for this movie. It's a perfect description. It's it's a high budget Hallmark worship picture. Yeah, it was good. It was just it makes you f- it hits all the right notes. Not amazing, but does what it needs to do. And it and yeah. it and 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 I appreciate that it wraps up all the necessary loose strings, as we said. So, yeah. so
0: with that being the case, while I have a shot at having uh, a decent rating from you guys, <laughs> is it time to go to ratings?
1: It's time to go to ratings, Elias. You got anything else to say? Or you good with ratings? nothing?
2: Absolutely not. nothing. I have nothing to enjoy. <laughs> I, <am avoid. laughs> <laughs> I am empty. I am spent. <laughs> I've said all that can be said. Right. Elias,
1: what's
0: your rating? Yeah, let's Five. Go. Five. 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 Right uh, in the middle just... of the pack.
1: Right in the middle of the pack. Average. Okay. I can go all with right. that. All right. I'll give it, honestly, I'll give it a six. And the six is basically because of the whole aspect of vinyl and music. That's about it.
0: So for me, um, how well it was made, I really wanted to give it better than a three but so many deductions were necessary for the writing um and, and the items that had just kind of been omitted like i said the lack of real peak and valley ups and downs and, very, and climaxes throughout the series it's
1: very formulaic it yeah they, the formula. they
0: they they really needed to lean in on some of those things to really make them bigger or smaller or more detrimental um than they were like like the whole like the whole thing about the the vinyl shop closing should have been either a back back end of the room comment that's not really pivotal to the story or f- in the forefront but it was really in the middle you know between him and his daughter and the music and then his landlord and now the closing of the shot like it really wasn't all that that important for us to get such a, a uh, influence uh, or uh, prominent presence of that kind of that aspect of the story anyway so all those deductions i gave it a three for how well it was made and then how much i enjoyed it man it's really hard to give this thing more than like a 3.2 um that's that's kind of as far as i can go so that's going to give me a six six 6.2 so it's still higher than you guys um and I'm, I'm gonna stand by it i think that's fair but that makes this movie an average of a 5.73 which is fairly close to our average for, what else? Nothing? Oh, uh, Wheels on Meals got a lower rating.
2: <laughs> Hard Target got a lower rating.
1: <laughs> that's you a, see travesty. This? Um, there's that's a, a travesty.
2: There's a Ninjas in New York film that just got released. It's a 1984 <laughs> film that was just released now in 2022. What? You didn't hear? No. How the fuck no. do you not know? Nope. I, of all I don't people, know about this. dude, this. I don't fil- know about this. Sorry, I, I don't mean to pull away, but it was filmed in 1984. Lost all sorts of funding. Was lost over the last couple of years, and they just remastered it and re-released it. I think it's available on Max right now.
1: What's it called? New York Ni- Ninja. Ni- New
2: York Ninjas or Ninjas in New oh York? Oh
1: my god! Okay, I'm gonna watch this, but go ahead. Sorry, Derek.
2: Where did that come from? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> New York Ninja. That's what it's called.
3: A sound technician
2: of New York turns to vigilanteism after his pregnant wife is murdered. (laughs)
0: Wow. Wow. And all the characters in this movie are not this young anymore. (laughs) Nope. Oh, God. Anyway, um, I also noticed that compared to this film being a 5.73, The next closest thing we have was between uh, Straw Dogs at 5.53 or a crowd favorite, Tokyo Godfathers at (laughs) 5.87. There you go. There you go, folks. All right. Oh, shit. Tell me how your top shelf is coming, sir. What do you got?
2: Dude, I just, so I don't watch commercials anymore. I've stopped watching commercials, (laughs) and uh, my wife's like, "Hey, you want to go see the new Hunger Games movie?" And uh, we went and checked it out. The Hunger Games, uh, the Ballad of uh, Songbird. So it's uh, essentially the the,
1: Ballad of Songbirds and Snake, the prequel.
2: Yeah, it's a prequel. It's essentially Snow's story. Really, really well done. Really enjoyed it. My my, son, that's not a big fan, loved it.
1: My daughter enjoyed it. She's seen the movies, she enjoyed it. She enjoyed Uh, it.
2: it. It just adds perfectly to that trilogy. So, highly recommend. Go out and watch it um, if it's even still in theaters at the moment. But it is. whatever it chance just you came get. Out.
1: It just came out like a couple weeks ago. I think we actually, yeah, we just
2: went day one, I think. Yeah. So, that's so my Hunger
0: Games, The Ballad, Ballad of Birds and Snakes. Yes. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, I did not even know there was a new Hunger Games movie. Oh, You yeah, don't watch dude. commercials either, huh? No. But I do not sir um long live the DVR uh Thomas oh by got? the
1: by the way there's a sequel to New York Ninja called re-enter the New York Ninja how do they have FYI. a sequel
0: without releasing know, the original is it, it is it the only one that ever got released is it the first the only one that no same year same year they released
1: yeah. It's looking at a 96 of Rotten Tomatoes. I just saw oh, it's
0: a it's a documentary. It's it's probably a making of
1: no Oh re-enter? Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Anyway. Oh, but Dun must. the Dragon Wilson is in the movie. Okay, anyways. Um top all shelf. right, so top shelf. My top shelf is actually an animation. Oh it's on it's on Netflix. And that's why I said you would appreciate this.
0: Oh, is it what I think it is? Go ahead.
1: Okay, so Recently, I watched the animated series called Blue Eye Samurai. I knew
0: it. I knew it. I knew it. (laughs) I have not heard. So many people keep blowing up my phone with, go and watch this. Go and watch this. Go and watch this show.
1: Dude. Okay. So I'm I'm a sucker. Derek knows this. I'm a sucker for Samurai Flicks. Yep. Always have been. Always will be. One of my picks was the Z in the first in the first season, which was Zatoichi with uh fucking beat Takeshi. He directed and started as Zatoichi, the blind Masseuse Samurai. Fucking mm-hmm. great movie. It was I love that movie. That was one of my favorite movies. I had seen the old ones. I watched the new one. It was great. Anyways, this movie, this show was. I had never experienced something like this show it was it's a brand new show it was from the asp- it's hard to talk about the show so this show is takes place during the tokugawa shogunate era of japan the isolationist era of japan where if you were a anyone who wasn't japanese you were literally killed on sight So if you came to Japan during this time frame, you were taken into custody. And if you didn't leave, you were executed. Case in point, also, if you were there and you lived long enough to have a child, the child would be considered a demon and would be consequently killed as well. Or shunned. For its entire life and as and would be considered a demon. And when no one would touch it, no one would be around it, they wouldn't take care of it. So this series is about a specific character. I don't want to give too much, but a specific character who is a blue-eyed person. So she's a descendant. So she is the daughter of a white person that was in Japan. Her mother was raped. And so she has blue eyes. She's considered a demon. But that's not the aspect of it, is what her journey was. And she, of course, has to, you know, and you could take it from the commercial that it's not like I'm telling you anything crazy. She portrays to be a man, but it's a woman because it's a woman's voice. You can tell it's a woman's voice, but she portrays to be a man. But her skills and the brutality of this show is something I've never seen. But it's not like super violent, like Chainsaw Man, where it's super violent. Right. Gorgeous. It's the and all aspect that. of just the brutality of the decisions that were made to be brutal, which is I thought was perfect right. because it's exactly in the vein of that era.
2: I Animation mean, looks beautiful.
1: Oh, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. And the storyline is great. There are great little funny scenes. But the storyline is great. The, the script is great. The the, the voiceover acting is a fantastic, and it's it's and it's not like it's a Japanese show. It's an American show in anime style, but and it's got uh, and the character is and the, the you see the big bad is portrayed by Kenneth Branagh. He's the main guy, so it's his voice. Mm. Okay, and it's it's really really well done. But it's really got a lot of well big up. people.
0: I mean, um, George Takei.
1: George Takei is in it.
0: Randall Park. Yep. Um, Brenda Song. There's also yeah. uh, there's, I'm going to say this wrong. There
1: is, there is, there is, there dude. And, and this show is definitely for adults. It's got sex scenes in it. There's plenty of nudity, but there's plenty of violence. People get sliced in half. Like it gets brutal. Brutal. There are two specific scenes where I can think off the top of my head where kids are killed yeah. on purpose because it's a decision made by the character to and to kill a child. I mean, it's which yeah. is it part and parcel with that piece of his that time of history in Japan. When I was a kid, there was a I don't know what the anime is. I can't tell you what it was, but it was historically accurate because. Samurai were very, very respected figures. So, in fact, that back in, in during that time frame, if whenever a samurai passed by, or if the emperor passed by, or if somebody of the royal family passed by, everybody had to stop what they were doing, drop to their knees, and bow their heads. And they had to wait until the procession was done. Yeah. If they lifted their heads and looked upon the figure, of whoever it was that was passing by, samurais who were all over that procession cut that person's head off right on the spot.
0: I mean, this is back whenever they had very different... Um,
1: they thought they were descendants of gods. Casts. Yeah, yeah, caste systems that oh, were yeah.
0: very different and, and yes. how um, different professions were considered more elite. Mm-hmm. Um yeah I mean I mean we and we've seen that in in history everywhere in the world right yeah. but their their spin on it that hit that that Japanese history specifically um very unique and you can see how that kind of culture evolved in its own whenever they're kind of isolated in that garden right that island um cool i I do need to go and see it I'm you
1: do as you should
0: I plan to, I've just got so many others that I'm, I'm, I'm powering through so many different anime that are just trash lately. Uh, it's just like, i watch, watch three episodes and, uh, anyway, um, watch and this. Got,
1: it's worth it. It's worth it, dude.
0: I've got so many ahead of it though, that are supposed no. to be like, i really, I'm about to start. Um, and I, I really have high hopes for this one. And it's the reason why immediately when I saw the trailer for blue eye samurai, I immediately thought of outcast which is another anime that I've got. I've heard really, really good things about. It's much older and it's still on my list. I want to see it. Some of the animation style is really unparalleled for that era. Um, but, you know, I haven't seen it, so I, I, I've got to go through them in the list. Otherwise, Blue Eye Samurai is going to I'm already missed the hype train. I'm, I'm over that. I don't care. I'll just watch it whenever the time comes. <laughs> anyway, um, So for for my top shelf, the things that I have to bring to the table are kind of kind of sparse. Um, So I've got a bunch of tofers. So uh, season two of Loki finished, and it was really very good. Really, I was truly impressed with how they handled their flavor of time travel. Okay, Um, the multiverse. it ties it all together and it doesn't get too much into the weeds. It's absolutely on the surface, understandable. And, um, it's not only understandable, but it's, it's plausible enough. Like, like it's not so outlandish that it keeps you like, ah, there's no way that, that, what a cheapskate, what an, what an easy way out. Now we didn't get that with the way that they kind of told that story and the way that he recounts and regains control and, you know, the the steps he takes to try and save the universe and all the different timelines that he knows of. They're they're so so very intricate. Elias, do you did you ever get I into looking? just
2: just started watching it last week? And we were kind okay. of so my wife, she's not huge into like the Marvel films. She's she enjoys them.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
2: we we tried watching uh, Wanda Vision. <clears throat> oh yeah. And we That's tried again one. and it... I just can't, I can't get onto it. I, I can't get onto WandaVision. Oh, okay. Okay. And then we're like, it's, all right, let's check this. It's definitely more in. simple. It's definitely more simple. Yeah. Um, it's, it was entertaining. It was funny. So we, we wrapped up the first episode probably two or three days ago. So we'll continue mm-hmm. watching it. But, um, I don't know some of the, and, and I don't allow myself to be influenced by, you know, the shit you read online about, you know, the Marvel's movie. I'll still watch it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, everybody's poo pooing on the whole Marvel, uh, Multiverse and everything that's going on, and yeah. oh, it's all trash that they're putting out there. I'll still give it a shot. I tried WandaVision, didn't like it. I liked Loki. I will continue watching it, and I'll probably end up watching um, the Marvels just for the sake of it.
1: It was, I, I enjoyed the Marvels. I think I've told you guys this before. I enjoyed the Marvels. I enjoyed the movie, and it had that cool, cool cutscene where at the end, where you saw Kelsey Grammer as the beast, which was fucking worth it. Every no dollar. You
2: ruined the moves for me. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, <Sorry.
1: laughs> yeah I, I
0: didn't seen it either um here, here's the thing i think that loki Spoiler. leans into some really cool concepts that we don't really see a lot of um and it's it's it, as soon as you realize that a character can time travel and they insert a montage of your character time traveling to try and solve a problem in a million different ways and failing many different times. There's, there's really cool things that they did with that. Um, things that were comedic, things that were heartbreaking, things that were uplifting, things that were just kind of absurd. And it, it really, it was really enjoyable. I'll just say, um, so that's my that's my first pick, um, but because I'm doing all these kind of uh, half things with Loki season two, I'm also going to give you Invincible season two, which we're not even through yet, and it's already incredible. Um, if you haven't seen, oh yes,
1: it's so good.
2: It is so. That's awesome. the Amazon Prime cartoon. Yes. So yeah. So you'll watch that, but you want you won't watch the boys. Uh yeah, it's very different. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's, it's very different. different. I thought it's very I, different. I thought it was similar. Okay. No, it's well, very different. I
0: would say I would say they, they have a lot of similarities, but for me, the line being drawn is that it's animated gore versus gratuitous lifelike gore.
2: Lots of
1: people I started watching Gen V. I was I I just I haven't gone over because I'm gonna watch Invincible, then I watch Gen V. Dude, i oh God. We're so we're we're so we're, we're over so over place. this fucking Hearts beat loud movie. <laughs> so so if I, I can't wait speaking of prime move prime shows i can't wait for fucking reacher to come out oh this first season was so good too oh Anyways.
0: and since i gave you invincible season two which was not quite over yet i'm also going to give you midst season two which has also been incredible that I was just that um, to it. I just dude, to it. do you get my point can yes. listen to a whole episode? Yes. I'm telling you guys, you are missing out. I, Midst I is the it, one man. show that I absolutely, like, it's almost up there with, like, I would say it's neck and neck with Rick and Morty. When there's a new Rick and Morty episode, I watch it immediately. Whenever there's a new Midst episode, I drop everything and I watch it immediately. It's that good.
1: And it's, it's only 20 minutes. It's like 17 to 20 minutes each episode. Yeah.
2: yeah. And that's on like YouTube, right? Or where do you, no, want you can get it
0: on podcast, podcast. it's on oh, podcast, podcast apps as well as YouTube if you if you have the time to watch it on YouTube I would recommend it there is a benefit um, but if you only have time for the podcast you're not going to miss out on a ton yeah so it was good. that's my that's my three um, I'll do Loki season 2 Invincible season 2 and Midst season 2 all incredible
1: that's awesome that's awesome
0: alright Tomas it all is right. your pick sir
1: so, since we had this palette cleanser, as I like to call it, this mm-hmm. uh, sherbet, this sorbet of a motion picture. Mm, okay. <laughs> I decided to really go with something that's considered a cinematic masterpiece. I decided to go with what I said I was going to go with, and I'm going to follow through with it. We are going to watch and to speak about.
0: Don't do it. Don't.
1: Sergio Leone's
0: oh, man.
1: first part of his second trilogy known as Once Upon a Time in the West, starring <laughs> Charles Bronson, Claudia Cardinale, Jason Robards, and the great Henry Fonda in his only portrayal of a villain. I don't know if you guys ever oh, seen this man. movie, dude. It has some of the most amazing shots ever. Not just in a Western, but just in general. The shots in this movie are fucking gorgeous and belie- and amazing. The story is great. I, it's considered, so, a lot of people consider it to be the best Western ever. It's so two 14, hours and 46 um, minutes.
0: It's it this is Once Upon a Time in the West, West. nineteen sixty eight release.
1: Not with Jet Li.
0: And <laughs> not the no, Jet Li not, version. Not not with Jet Li. When um, he plays
1: Wong Fei Hung. No, it's not that one. <laughs> it's not okay, that thank one. You. That's a Definitely good one too, not. but it's not this one. <laughs> okay. Okay.
0: Okay. Um what is that? Uh can you watch it anywhere? Is it okay, you can so watch you can it apparently rent it. Mm-hmm. From YouTube or Google Play. Um, Yeah. But it's also available on Prime Now and Paramount Plus.
1: Yes. And if you wish to purchase it, which I say, purchase it, it's only like eight bucks on Apple, on iTunes.
0: Originally an Italian
1: film. Check that out. It's a spaghetti western. We'll talk about it. We will discuss it. All right. Okay. It's a spaghetti western. But it's the first of his second trilogy because the first trilogy was his dollars trilogy, which is, you know, a fistful of dollars for a few dollars more and the good, bad, and the ugly with Eastwood when he played the man with no name or it's considered mm-hmm. the man with no name trilogy. Right. This is the second trilogy where he, it's called his, um, I guess you could call it his America trilogy. It's this movie. Then he has another movie called um, uh, eat this sucker or something like that. It's with, um, with Rod Steiger. And then the third part of that trilogy is Once Upon a Time in America which is his last movie he made before he died. Which um, there's two versions of that one as well. It's with Robert De Niro, uh, James Woods, William Forsyth, uh, fucking... There's a lot of people in that movie. It's a great flick. The theatrical version is the version he hated because when he died, like before he died like when they were going to release it he... uh, the studios recut the ending, and really? he hated that version. The extended version, which is out, also you can purchase that. Also, that's his vision. That was his original vision. That vision is amazing.
0: Jeez, this is a two and a half, two hours and forty five minute movie.
1: What once the time in the west? Yeah, it's 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 a it's legit. It's a legit western. It's an epic. It is an All epic. Right. And so strap in, boys. Get ready! We are gonna be in cinematic masterpiece heaven.
0: All right, cool. We're gonna get it. That's uh, gonna be the next time you guys see us, folks. And hopefully, yes. we survived watching. Yes.
1: It. So you know, we haven't. We do it offhand. I try to do quotes. It's hard to find quotes for movies sometimes, but I honestly liked. There's only a few quotes in this movie, but you know, honestly, there's really not many quotes. I liked. I just liked the aspects of this movie that they had a band called We Are Not the Band. We're not a band. We're not a band. No. And, and he this even, will be our last song. This will be our <laughs> last song. Yeah.
0: I thought it was funny is um, whenever he's at when they're playing live, he goes, "We are." We are not a band.
1: band. Exactly. You know what is one line that I did like in the movie, and I actually audibly laughed at it. Was when Sam goes to him and says, "You smell like cigarettes." He's like, "That might be my new ex body spray scent, brothel." (laughs) That one, I was like, "That's clever. That's a clever line." Okay. Anyways, but that's really it. There's honestly, I mean, I love you, Derek, but there wasn't much this movie, dude. You're not wrong. But it wasn't. It wasn't Galactic Railroad.
0: No, I definitely it definitely is a it's a it's a movie that if it's on you're spending time with family over Thanksgiving hey, or Christmas have or it whatever on. you can have you could watch it that's yeah, fine right it's it is it. it fits right in with those Hallmark movies
1: unless you're dealing with you know you know people who are super Trumpers and they don't like the aspect of the daughter being you know in a same sex relationship you know yeah possible Has what but, it yeah. is
0: it what's the what's the term they, but they really use, who cares uh, non- it's,
1: she was in love and I loved the aspect of it I was fine with it. I was good with
0: it. What's the term that people use whenever it's like uh, uh, the, the traditional the traditional orientation or the the historical common or what is it? What's the word? I don't know. Cis something. Cis norm. <laughs> Cis, norm. Cis norm. That's oh, what it man. is.
1: Cis norm. Oh wow! i Shit, never heard yeah. of that. I just
0: took a wild guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, anyway, someone's I doing guess. their D training I've good job. So
1: everybody (laughs) peace out (laughs) let's enjoy it enjoy the movie watch hearts beat loud but next time let's watch once upon a time once upon a time in the west peace